the Morris Ford lynchings, the Atlanta race riots, the Harris County lynchings, the Jackson County race riots. Of course you weren't taught about this in school. Class is back in session. Welcome to Hidden Lynchings. All right, we're on episode three. We're going to get into it. Um, hopefully y'all have been learning some history in terms of the first two episodes and just learning some things that you might not have been aware of that happened in Georgia's history. Today, we're going to talk about the lynching of Barry Washington. Um, this lynching happened on May 26, 1919. And just to give you some backstory, as as I have said before, uh, 1919 was a year called the Red Summer, where many lynchings happened all across the country, and especially in Georgia. Um, and this lynching occurred in my land, Georgia. Um, and that is in Dodge and portions of Telfair County. So it's in central Georgia. So just to give you a little backstory, um, two white men, John Dowdy and Levi Evans, went over to the black side of town in Myland, Georgia. They tried to force themselves into the home of Emma McCollins. Her two daughters were in the home, as well as herself, and they attempted to rape the girls. The girl and assault them. The girls fled to a nearby neighbor's, Miss Emma Tisbin, for safety to try to just you know stay there after they were being attacked. The men tried to enter her home, and they hid and, and assault the girls, and they hid under her porch. And the men actually tried to rip up the floorboards to get the girls as they were hiding under the porch. So Barry Washington was a man that was over 70 years old within the community, just a nice old man. He attempted to defend the girls because he heard what was happening because he was nearby. Um, Dowdy actually fired on Mr. Barry Washington, pulled out his gun and fired on him. He missed. After a back and forth struggle, Mr. Washington pulled out his weapon and was able to shoot and kill Mr. Dowdy. Um, after it happened, you know, um, Barry Washington ended up contacting the chief of police, went into the police department to just let him know what happened. He was arrested and jailed on May 24th. At midnight on the 25th, a mob of white men in the community came to the jail looking for him. One of the people that was in this mob was a minister. I mean, it's, it's crazy to think, right, that um, a minister of God is actually with the mob on their way to lynch a man, and that's exactly what happened. So the mob, um, they rounded up residents, and they kicked them out of town. So to go back, before the mob knew that they were about to lynch Mr. Washington and to kind of cover their tracks, they actually rounded up some of the black residents of Myland, Georgia, and just kicked them out of town, told them to leave. 
Not all of them left, but some of them did. So on 2 a.m. on May 26th, Barry Washington was removed from the jail. They hung him and they shot him repeatedly. They shot him so many times that his body fell into pieces. And his body sat in town for over a day, for for a whole day. Um, Even after this happened, residents rioted. While residents rioted, they uh, burned houses, black, black people's homes, and they threatened the remaining black residents that were still in the city. And uh, let's get to the aftermath. Um, local officials tried to cover it up. The sheriff tried to cover it up. The mayor tried to cover it up. City council members tried to cover it up. And act like it didn't happen, but it was... If not for Reverend uh, Judson Dinkins, uh, we may have not known about this. He was a community leader and minister, and he was w- w- was pressing hard to try to get attention placed on this murder and this lynching. And so he reached out to the Tuskegee Institute, who ended up reaching out to the NAACP. And once, you know, once uh, more people learned about what had happened, uh, to Mr. Washington, uh, ended up getting all the way up to the governor. So Georgia Governor Hugh Dorsey even offered a um, a reward, and he was going to pay the killers. I mean, excuse me, he was going to pay anyone who knew who the killers were. Um, and the killers were well known in town. The the men who who participated in the lynching were well known. Everybody knew who it was, but nobody ever accepted the the, the award amount. Uh, Nobody accepted it. Nobody was ever charged. Um, Another thing that happened that I guess you could say is positive is that um, the judge, E.D. Graham, he actually ordered the city to remove the sheriff over what happened. Because actually one of the sheriff's deputies was a, was allegedly a ringleader in the lynching. And I mean, we have to understand um, how bad this was in 1919 in Georgia. And, you know, what happened to Mr. Washington wasn't an isolated incident. If you think of other riots and other other race riots that happened in Georgia at the time. There was one in Blakely, one in Jenkins County, one in Sylvester, Georgia, one in Putnam County, one in Dublin, Georgia, one in Lawrence County. Twelve people were killed in these riots. Probably more because they never kept a good count. So, you know, this is just another episode this is a part of our history. We should, we should, we should know it. We should understand it. Everyone should know as Americans. And again, this is episode three. The first season is going to be ten episodes in total. We're on episode three. We're gonna keep pressing along. Seven more, and then we're gonna release them all to you. I'm Alan Holmes, and I'm out.